0: will introduce you, and then we will flow into the
1: questions. Me, Roy Jenkins. All right, <laughs> five, four, three. Isla Powell presents. Cosplay every day, with everyday rogue, a time capsule for cosplayers.
0: Welcome to Cosplay Every Day with Everyday Rogue from It's Like a Podcast or Whatever and we're taking a look at cancelled convention culture and with the coronavirus global pandemic large gatherings are banned and conventions are cancelled but congoers have a particular kind of resiliency so we're checking in on our fellow cosplayer friends throughout the community to find out what they've been up to during this quarantine and beyond. And with us now to continue the conversation in our series is none other than the werewolverine, yes, the accent is real, AJ. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, My pleasure, yes. yes. Yeah, so <laughs> you're actually the main photo of our series, which I'm super excited about. So.
2: I'm very happy to be a part of it. And I think I know which one it is. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll just assume it's the one that you and I took when you just when we met each other at the con and I was like, Oh my god, it's rogue and you were like, Oh my god, what is this?
0: <laughs> Actually I knew who you were and I was totally geeked out because I had been following your cosplay. Oh, uh, okay which is amazing. So yeah, I had a totally geeked out moment and got to hold your claws and we took Mm a really picture. So, which I'm sure all of our listeners have already seen and have already geeked out about how awesome it looks. So
2: I still geek out when I uh, see that picture or when I see the cosplay itself.
0: Yeah, it's so awesome. So awesome. So please tell us about what your typical convention life looked like last year
2: uh for me it's actually was a little bit where was it last year or was it a little bit over well uh, okay whenever I was last at the convention um a typical day usually uh is me freaking out because uh, I'm already late to show up at the (laughs) con on time okay it's always the plan you know you plan a, a day before the con starts you gather all your stuff everything is next to the door and then you're like okay I'm gonna wake up in the break of dawn and just jump in the car and go. And break all the it's like pretty much. <laughs> and oh, and yes, all the it's 9 a.m. or something like this. And then you're already late. Yep. Uh, so basically it's just me freaking out because I'm already late. And uh, by the time I get to the con, I just trying to rush, putting, throwing everything on and try to get to the con floor as soon as possible.
0: So you don't drive in your
2: costume. That is literally impossible. I can barely (laughs) walk. I can barely see when I'm in it. So I can't even imagine trying to drive.
0: Oh my gosh. So can you take us through what your cosplay entails? Can you describe this for our listeners?
2: Yes. Uh, I don't know if anyone uh, remember um, the, okay, everybody remember the 90s uh, X-Men series. Uh, It's, at this point, it's iconic. It's on Disney Plus. There's no yes. reason not to watch it. At this point, no excuses. So, <laughs> it, it, so, in a sort of I guess forgotten episode, at one point, werewolf, uh, Wolverine is transformed into a werewolf. Mm-hmm. That came from an earlier uh, uh, comic issue back in the I want to say in the nineties. I can't remember. No, it had to be the eighties. I can't remember. At this one but okay so um, I watched the episode and all of a sudden I remember it but at the same point um, my partner uh, started to sell all of his uh, uh, comic books and his uh, um, geek collection figurines um, off of eBay and I, I helped him out and all of a sudden I pulled werewolverine Wolverine out of it. Ah. Werewolf Wolverine the figurine and at this point, he made he, he was working on a werewolf costume
0: uh-huh.
2: uh, that I helped make. And at this point, it just kind of set in the basement. We haven't done a, anything with it at this point. And I was like, why don't we just kind of adjust it to make it to Because that's a cosplay I haven't seen anybody doing yet. Yes. And us, him and I are basically horror fans and we volunteer at a haunted attraction. So it's kind of brought two things that we love, which is horror and geek culture.
0: Mind is blown right now. This is so cool.
2: <laughs> I, it's kind of jumbles in my head because it's like trying to figure out the order of how things kind of happen. But it's like, it's something that I haven't seen yet. And um, it's, people just forget. Every time they see it, uh, they're, they're like, oh my God, this is the most... Uh, uh original idea i was like no i just stole it from the uh, tv series and from a figure <laughs> that everybody forgot existed <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's original because you forgot about it <laughs> yeah
2: i guess it's a new original uh, blast from the past i know That's uh, what's so funny, funny is that we do when we do take it to convention and we walk through the um either artist alley from or from the vendors Everybody that is either a comic book collector or sell figurines, they just freak out because they know exactly what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how did you even physically make it? Like, what is it made
2: out of? Uh, So the face itself, which I think is the most, maybe uh, the part that everybody just likes to stare at it very closely. uh, (laughs) That uh, is bought, Uh, we bought a resin Just the shell of a a wolf, but everything on top of it, uh, my partner made that, uh, he uh, furred it, he uh, colored it and uh, shaped the ears and everything else. So it's like we bought the resin for the mask and everything on top of it, the skin, the fur details and the the crinkles of the skin, which is latex, by the way, um, was made by us. Uh, the bodysuit, it's a muscle suit made out of foam on top of an under-armor shirt, glued on. Then, yeah. uh, a, the, we, of course, foam, you build the muscles, and then you, uh, you use them. Um, well, we made the detail for the muscle. Uh, that's supposed, uh, Sorry, I'm just trying to find. There's so many steps. Okay. <laughs> it's, so fine, it's a muscle suit. Fine. It's a muscle suit. You make it out of foam. Then you make a pattern from the pattern you get the fur details where you want to put it on
0: uh-huh. and the
2: skin of the wolf it's just latex colored okay. and you just kind of smear it all over the body suit wherever you want that's what uh, all the gray areas that look like skin is just latex like uh, wow. yeah wow um, so
0: did you use like a Wolverine jumpsuit at all? Like one of the classic? Oh,
2: that's one. Is I someone was selling a Wolverine suit on eBay. I was like, let's just get that. Yeah. And just and uh, yeah, and just I just shredded it.
0: That must have been. I was fun. Like,
2: oh yeah, that was very relaxing <laughs> after a stressful day at work.
0: Yep. <laughs> that is so cool. And then the claws.
2: Okay, the class I made out, uh, uh, my partner made those. Uh, uh, basically, at the beginning, I was like, okay, uh, I thought I either to uh, make it out of uh, maybe metal or something because I never made anything like that. I was like, no, we have extra foam. Let's just cut foam up and we'll walk with that. And I, I'm so glad we did because the mm. suit is so heavy and warm that if I, if I had to add even a few pounds into my arms, I don't think I would be able to walk. Yeah. So the cloths themselves are just regular flow foam, the stuff everybody uses.
0: Yeah, and I loved the hand. It was so easy to hold <laughs> that I was so surprised by that. I was like, oh, this is so great. What was that? I can't remember now. Was it just wire or?
2: Oh, underneath it? No, it's, uh, uh, it's uh, underneath it is just a, um, a plastic tube. The wow. clothes are just attached to the plastic tube.
0: That's so cool. So, do you guys make other things for your haunts?
2: Yeah, uh, the the first time I wore that uh, uh, the werewolf well was actually when I made uh, a werewolf scene down on the trail of terror in Wallingfeld. Oh, if you know that haunt. Yeah. Um. So for that, a uh, one year uh, I made uh, if. For me, it's like all about kind of, I want to make an homage to movies that I love. So one year I made the full uh, Insidious scene, James Wan's Insidious. So I was Lipstick Demon.
0: Wow.
2: One year I was um, the, uh, the Conjuring's uh, The Crooked Man. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I had The Nuns, I had The Crooked Man, I had, the, I had uh, uh, the Warrens in the scene
0: wow
2: um, i'm trying to remember what uh, oh um uh, one year uh, me and my partner were stone gargoyles At one year i was uh, a grave digger i did if you know the uh uh what's it called the uh the host song so i recited the uh, creepy stories to tell in the dark has a whole song so i was doing the entire yes. song. yes don't you ever laugh as a hells goodbye That some Yeah.
0: oh my that. gosh What? that's so cool that and is so when cool. i did the
2: crookerman i did like uh, uh what's it uh, it's like trying to remember how everything starts and it's it's so weird it starts with uh i'll remember it in a second it's just trying to talk and think at the same time it doesn't work very well sometimes um <laughs> uh, i can't remember i have to look it up it doesn't matter so yeah every year we just make creepy things creepy costumes and what's funny is that it started with uh, making costume for a hunt and from that we were like, why don't you just start taking it to cons also and practice those costumes that ah. we make and work with. So we ended up uh, going to um, um, note convention or I'm trying to remember what's a good word for it, but yeah, co- uh, to convention, practice those characters, which is a good place to stay in character and act. Yeah. And then uh, by the time uh, October ra- comes around, we already, we physically and mentally ready.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you're using conventions as an opportunity to practice your haunt craft. Yes. That's it's, so cool.
2: Because it, um, unlike haunt where you're just gonna, every time someone comes around the corner, a customer comes around the corner, you need to be ready. Yeah. So when it comes to a convention, you will just, dare everybody staring at you so you have to keep it on at all time
0: right theater in the round (laughs) pretty much yeah
2: live theater
0: yeah so in terms of just how much time in your life this took up in your year last year like how many conventions did you do and how many haunts did you do pre-covid
2: pre-covid so what happened is that i uh decided to take myself back to college, so I actually went back to college.
0: Congratulations, that's a huge undertaking.
2: Thank you, and I graduated during during COVID.
0: What? That's amazing.
2: (laughs) I graduated uh, in August and uh, I did the last few months of college at home, and what's sad and funny and ironic is that uh, I took some time off away from cons so I can just focus on school. And oh. this was supposed to be my time back in con- doing conventions again. Oh. I had everything ready. The werewolf was clean, and brushed. We will charge the uh, sound system in the werewolf. So I was like ready to go, and everything is canceled.
0: Oh my gosh! I am so sorry. <laughs> like, hey, I'm not the so only sad. one. It, right? I,
2: I was waiting a a year. To finally go back to maybe a little bit over a year, waiting back to go, you know, run around acting a fool in a con. Yeah. Then everything is done and closed.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, seriously, kudos to you for taking the time for yourself to go to college and graduate Thank during you. a pandemic. That is super amazing. And that's, you know, your feeling about really missing cons. That's part a huge reason why we were doing these conversations to bring us all back together in some way to, to share in this just sadness.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all should. Yeah, and it's so funny. It's I feel like, oh, of course, everything is canceled now. was like I'm ready to go. And then everything is, yeah. We all the same boat, Cue
0: Alanis Morissette, ironic. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> oh. Yes,
0: so so in terms of your haunts now is everything canceled for this year
2: um no actually oh. uh the trail of terror is open okay. uh, all the tickets are bought online and um basically um everything is open except that uh, you have to wear a mask social distance larger groups are cut in, in half uh, they have less people walk Usually during October, there's like 2,000 people walk through a night. So they cut it in about half. Wow. And um, I technically am not part of it this year because I decided to be a, to be just responsible for myself, I guess. I mean, it's a lot of fun. They're taking all the precautions. But for me, I decided, okay, I'm going to – I feel like with cancel and everything, I was like, okay – maybe I'll take a break Yeah, and Mm. look for work during a pandemic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know, something easy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so you can imagine how that went down.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So what was the last convention or haunt or event you attended before all of this happened?
2: Okay, let's see if I can remember. Um, I know, it's been so long. Yeah, I think it might've been, Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, it was um, uh, the Con in uh, Hartford, uh, Connecticut. It's oh. a big anime convention Yeah. in uh, Hartfield. and um, the last time I went and I decided to do kind of casual for me, which was, uh, I did uh, uh, Jack Frost from oh, Rise nice. of the Guardians.
0: I could totally I see you do that. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, I can send pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, please. Um, so if you had known that, that was going to be your last convention in a while,
2: would you have done Oh, that? I went. I would have gone all the way out yeah. if I knew that this is, like, the the last are rough for at least another year.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah,
2: I would have brought Wolverine out if I knew it. Because yeah. I haven't walked that guy in such a long time.
0: Right, right.
2: I so, think he's angry at me in the basement somewhere.
0: Oh, so, so take us through some of your reactions. Like when, when all this was happening, what, what was sort of going through your mind?
2: Uh, so for me, I'm kind of, okay. I, I'm, I want to say I'm patient, but I feel like I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly disappointed and frustrated over this, but mm-hmm. I understand we need to be responsible adults doing ill quotes. quotes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And so I'm, okay, I am feel like, okay, I need to come down, do my part, wear a mask, and just tell myself it's just a year, just yeah. one year. I took one year break for school, what's another year? Right. Uh, so there's nothing I would rather do right now than just go to a con, run around, have fun, but kind of need to... Sit back and tell myself just a little bit longer, a little
0: mm-hmm. bit longer, I can yeah. do this. Yeah, we all need
2: to. I know that there's a con. Uh, okay, and for me, I heard there's a con in uh, Florida that opened up uh, like a couple, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. I want to say, and I was shocked that the con actually opened up and allowed people in. I mean, I saw people with masks and everything, but just so many people in just closed space seems like, I don't know, not like a good idea.
0: Right, right. I mean, you would probably be safe in your entire like, <laughs> wear Wolverine mask situation, but yeah, that's that's concerning.
2: Yeah, nothing screams social distancing than being like yeah, five feet of foam on those.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so take us through some of the best and worst of, of all these cancellations um maybe starting with the worst what has been the worst of all of this
2: for you i miss people yeah i miss interacting with people i miss the reaction when i go around it's, again i have just been going back to the world because it's one point i was like okay i want to bring other costumes out but i feel it, that one has such impact on people when yeah. they see it And I'm having more fun just playing around with it. So I just really miss interacting with people and especially with kids.
0: Oh.
2: Kids are so either freaked out by it or just absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a lot of fun. And I miss that. Um, What I don't miss, it's probably sweating and hyperventilating and... I, there were so many times that I was about to faint. It's worth it. But uh, yeah, I probably don't miss that.
0: Wow. So, so the best part has been not almost passing out <laughs> all
2: day. I mean, at least I take a break when I do faint. But uh, yeah, probably it's uh, probably not a good idea to do it too often.
0: Have you fainted in that costume?
2: I was very close.
0: Oh my God. Uh, I think That's the closest so I was
2: was at Boston Comic Con. Yeah. That one, um, I just, well, I wanted to say I remember, but I don't remember
0: Oh, <laughs> a few yikes. moments.
2: Yeah, and you don't realize when it happens. All of a sudden, you it's like being in a time machine. All of a sudden, you're on the other side of the room. And I was like, how can I get here?
0: Wow. Huh. Wow. Th- OK, so <laughs> no scary parts of that. <laughs> Um, so, what have you? You know, I know you've been in college, but have you been doing anything else during this time to sort of feed your artistic spirit, your cosplay spirit? <laughs>
2: uh, for me, it's a lot trying to come up with a lot of the ideas of stuff that I wanted to do. I worked on a uh, muscle suit. A, I tried to work on a new mask, uh, but for me, it's uh, it's kind of like I feel. Uh, it's really funny because it's like, okay, I'm done with college and now I can go, I wanted to go back to uh, doing cosplay, but then the pandemic happened. And I feel like that I got to a point where I'm like, kind of, it's, I don't want to say it, but it's like an artist block
0: where I feel like
2: I don't want to do anything because Mm -hmm. I don't feel motivated to do it. And I see a lot of people Taking the time to push themselves and be creative and build and make and post. And I feel just stuck. Yeah. And I feel like that if I do start working on something, which I I start doing first step of actually making something. And I got to a point where I was like, what's the point? I feel depressed over it when I do. Oh. So instead, I have uh, hours and hours and hours of video games that I haven't done in months, and y- actually years because of school. So I'm catching up on a, a lot of video games.
0: Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you're, you're not alone in feeling that artistic block and that's okay. It's okay to have that block. It's okay to take time. Um, and it sounds like you're using it to catch up on something else that you love.
2: So productive of me.
0: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think you deserve it after graduating college, you
2: need. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to tell myself. You earned it a little bit.
0: Absolutely. You deserve a
2: couple of months of just playing video games. Why not? And enjoying the uh, walking with my dog, I guess.
0: Aww. (laughs) So do you have any hot tips for cosplayers or convention goers during this time to sort of, how do we survive? How do we survive together? about a part
2: i saw a lot uh, check your convention pages or uh, convention groups because i saw uh, a lot of people are making like convention nights or uh, custom contests online a lot of people do use the time to actually uh use zoom and other sources to uh be together online as kind of convention community Mm -hmm. also seems like a lot of people are very active in the facebook groups when it comes to convention uh, life um and I guess, unlike me, you can always take the time to watch a lot of tutorials on YouTube and learn how to craft while you got the time to do that. I mean, <laughs> well,
0: you've already mastered certain crafting. So,
2: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's like I don't feel like I am even. It's uh, for me, it's like I try something and then I was like, okay, that doesn't work. Maybe I'll try something else yeah when i'm saying i for me i always like uh i'm very bad at sewing with the sewing machine but i'm very crafty when it comes to uh, working with my hands
0: there you go hey you know you find your skills and use those strengths there you go um so do you have any thoughts about halloween it seems like that's really special to you so what's gonna happen
2: Since uh, For me, I um, came to the U.S. in 2011, and before that, I lived in Israel. So for us, we have Purim, which is um, kind of the equivalent of Halloween. Halloween is so much better.
0: (laughs) Wait, so what's what's better about it? What's different?
2: Uh, Purim, it's uh, uh, celebrating the fact that, uh, um, okay, so there was Queen Esther, and uh, she, was, uh, she was a Jewish woman that married a king. And the king advisor was basically an asshole and tried to murder all the Jews. And um, yeah, I don't want to go into religion, but basically, well, it's more like a book of Esther. But she uh, saved uh, all the Jews, the end. Uh, so, But the way it was done is that she wore a costume
3: at mm-hmm. one point.
2: I hope I remember it right. It's been a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically kind of like uh, halloween where um ev- all everybody wear costumes to disguise themselves and halloween is kind of the same only halloween celebrates more of the scary parts and horror mm. which i definitely attract more i definitely all about the scary the halloween the haunts the horror movies so it definitely has more attraction to me because if you see a lot of my costumes and uh, I'll move the direction of just creepy and scary. Yeah. And that's what I love.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. It seems like there's a little less of a religious connotation to Halloween. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for culturing us. <laughs> like that's a really, <laughs> that's a really oh God, important I, perspective.
2: I hope I'm not being... Uh, uh, bet you I don't remember all of it it's been a while
0: <laughs> no it, you're fine you're totally fine thank you for sharing that um and so I did mention before yes your accent is real because I feel like you've posted that a bunch of times or you've said that a lot of people ask you like is that really your accent
2: yeah sometimes I forget and then I hear myself I was like oh yeah I have an accent oh. it's like um it's the first question is like where are you from I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not from here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, really, we have the accents and you're just fine. So,
2: yeah. I'm trying to speak English. I'm still trying to speak English.
0: You, your English is amazing.
2: Thank you. I try sometimes. Yeah. I don't try when I don't want to. I don't know. If you want to avoid the conversation, it's very easy to just thicken the accent a little bit more.
0: Do you do that? (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs)
2: Sometimes.
0: <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, so what other languages do you speak?
2: Uh, Hebrew, English. And um, growing up with uh, parents, who speak fluent Yiddish also. So I can understand Yiddish, but um, can't really speak it. But if you tell me, Kishentuches, I definitely know what you mean.
0: What does that mean?
2: Should I really say it?
0: I mean, you've already said it, but in another language. So, True.
2: I don't know. How PG is this show? You, What's the rating?
0: Um, if my <laughs> partner in crime were here, he would say, say whatever. So it's <laughs> whatever you're comfortable with, I would say.
2: Well, I know. Do you know? I know. Let's leave it to the audience. Let's see if they know what that means.
0: Oh, you're going to put it on them to look it up. Can you say it again one more time?
2: Kishen Tuches.
0: Okay. So that is your, (laughs) that is your task. (laughs) Should you choose to That will be my
2: tagline.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I need to look this up now.
2: (laughs) My (laughs) mom is going to be so proud.
0: Oh.
2: I'm joking. She's not. She's going to slap me. Oh, gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe we can cut this part out and then send the rest to her. <laughs> so, That's
2: fine. Maybe um, when we cut this, I'll tell you what it means.
0: Okay. So sorry, listeners, you won't get the inside <laughs> scoop, but we can talk later. <laughs> um, so any, any final thoughts, anything we missed that you want to talk about?
2: Anything that we missed that I want to talk about? Uh, I know it's like I really miss uh, seeing a lot of other cosplayers that because at this point uh, a lot of us go to all these conventions and see the same people and then you uh, become friends just seeing the same people at the same con. It's really funny because for me, uh, people I feel like Superman when I go to these conventions And my uh, super suit is the well Wolverine. Everybody at this point, I feel like knows this suit. Everybody just Mm -hmm. calls it the well Wolverine. It's this guy. And then um, when I'm really tired and I want to see the con because when I'm wearing the costume, nobody, I can't see anything. Right. Uh, I go to the car, uh, my partner helped me. My partner is also my handler. We take the costume off. I just go into my uh, um, civil clothes. And then I walk the convention. Nobody knows who I am. All of a sudden, I Clark Kent. It's like I put this, the glasses on and nobody knows it's me. It's a little, no one.
0: Bit, a little bit bigger change than just glasses.
2: For me, it feels the same because people hear me. I don't know. Maybe I don't yeah, walk around the time. But I say hi to people that five minutes ago were talking to me for a while. And then I say, hi, guys. And they're like, I have no idea who I am. And it's wow. hysterical it's so much fun it feel it does feel <laughs> like you have a secret identity
0: yeah yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool it's and fun. i yeah and i hear you like there are genuine connections of people yeah. that will actually recognize you as you sometimes yeah sometimes yeah well i will recognize you as you now because we're talking <laughs> and i can see you <laughs> um so where, give us all the plugs. Where can other people find you and all your cosplay awesomeness?
2: You can find me on Instagram at, at hauntedcosplayer. That's haunted with an H, cosplayer. It, no, wait, I'm wrong. It's hunted cosplay. See, I haven't updated my Instagram in a while, so I probably forgot what it is, but it's hunted cosplay.
0: Perfect. Haunted cosplayer is probably fine too. I don't know who that is, but we just gave them a (laughs) (laughs) plug.
2: Congratulations.
0: Yeah, (laughs) there we go. Maybe we made a new friend.
2: (laughs) I'm pretty sure even if you look up Whale Wolverine on Instagram, I'm going to be the top uh, pop on it
0: yeah absolutely um please check out uh haunted cosplay the werewolverine is amazing um aj you're amazing thank you so much for talking with us today
2: thank you and i hope that you actually understood what they say because i have no idea what i'm saying half the time
0: <laughs> you're amazing we can understand you perfectly thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much and thank you
2: for having me
4: Hiya, Puddins! It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powey Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or Theatre from our butts. Ah!
3: Have a good day, Puddins, and love, trust, and belief.
0: There's a conversation in our series. He is an artist. He is an entrepreneur. He is the co-founder of Comics in Color, Kagan Moose. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Welcome
1: to the show, brother, again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about what your typical artist, comic, convention life looked like last year.
3: Well, uh, last year I went to a bunch of cons. Uh, I traveled... Um, to New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, um, did some local cons. I, I tried to, you know, hit up a couple a year. Uh, I definitely do all the local ones. I do mice and uh, I get to Boston Comic Con when I can, although that one's mm-hmm. kind of big. Um, and uh, I head to New York for the um, Black Comic Book Festival, Chem Fest in New Jersey. I was, uh, and this year I was. Planning on doing a lot more, actually, traveling more, hitting more cons. Um, but obviously, that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like there was already a lot of travel. So, how much of that t- time did that take up in your life?
3: Uh, I would hit probably five or six cons a year. So, you know, a weekend here and there. It, it didn't feel like a lot, honestly. Because uh, mm. I, I really, it's something I really enjoy doing. So, I would do more if I could.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you have a favorite that you always made sure you got to?
3: I love Black Comic Book Fest in New York at the Schaumburg. It is my mm-hmm. favorite con. I go every year. Um, for the past couple of years, I've been tabling you know, to sell my own comics. And mm-hmm. I was on a panel there a couple of years ago. And it's just a really fun time. And I know a lot of people and just have a great time every year.
0: That is awesome. Um, so what was the last convention you attended?
3: It was Black Comic Book Fest uh, in January oh. of this year.
0: Wow. So at, le- at least you ended on your favorite.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm so glad that I was able to make it to that one before everything fell apart. But then, yeah. I, you know, I was kind of from after that one, I was like dead center focus on uh, uh, Boston Comics and Color Festival. So I wasn't hitting any cons there, but I was, I had planned to go to like three or four in the months afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take us through your reactions. What was, you know, what was going through your mind when all of this started happening?
3: Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bringing me to a very dark place.
2: Yeah. Well,
3: I had been working with Eric and uh, several other people to plan. And,
1: and before you, before you kick that off, mm-hmm. I, when I first asked, to ask you to do this show I ask you if you were in a space to talk about this because I know that it is so hard and like you know, like to oh, say God. the least like it sucks what happened and the way everything played out and like how hard you were working on comics and co- Boston Comics in Color and the things that it was getting ready to do so I just want to preface everybody uh who's getting ready to listen to this that this this sucks and the like, I just really admire you for coming on and, like, talking through, like, what had to be painful.
3: Well, a couple of months ago, I couldn't have done it. I, you know, it took me a good three months to kind of get over this. But, uh, you know, we had been planning this thing for a good two years. I, you know, I had been going to these cons, talking it up, uh, meeting artists, inviting artists, Uh, raising money, uh, putting the team together, uh, putting the marketing together, uh, you know, uh, just so much, so much work. And, um, you know, down to the last second, like I was like, oh, this can still happen. This can still happen, you know, and then, you know, they started canceling cons all over the country. And it was just, there was no way to kind of responsibly move forward with it given the situation. So I had to shut it down. And, you know, even uh, after we, you know, came to the conclusion that we had to, you know, postpone it, I was like, oh, we could do this in the fall, you know, let's, let's move everything to, you know, September, October. And, uh, you know, it's just a little delay, and we can make it happen. And then just, it started to become clearer and clearer that it's not happening. You know, there aren't any conventions happening in 2020 at all
0: so this decision to we'll say postpone comics in color um really fell on you
3: yeah yeah i mean it did uh you know i talked to a bunch of people and i think everybody was on board with it i i think that i was the maybe the last one to to get there right because i was just so Mm. i have been working so hard on this thing putting my blood, sweat, and tears into it, that it was, it was very hard to let it go. Um, strangely enough, though, it was kind of a, it was also kind of a great thing, you know what I mean? Like, cause I had been every day calling, having meetings, chasing people for money, chasing after artists to sign up, you know, it was just constantly going. And then it went from that to pff, nothing like absolutely nothing happening. Mm. And so it it gave me a chance to like really rest and, you know, would have been another month till I was able to rest like this. So it was maybe kind of a benefit in some ways, but also just mentally devastating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm hearing some, some pros and cons here, you
3: know, well, well I, I, I found a silver lining right after, you know, just being devastated. I'm like, well, at least I'm getting to relax and yeah. Not to work every night and maybe see some television shows that I haven't seen in months.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and the thing that people don't understand, anytime you try to do anything that hasn't been done before, like you were, like Comics in Color was this con that was, you know, not only geared toward like people of color, and black people in particular in Roxbury. Um, it was like the first thing like that in the area that, you know, free so that everybody, you know, like it was geared for everybody being able to come. Right. And, um, that's a big part. Anytime you do something for the first time and like you have this vision of what you want it to be and other people, like you try to convey that image to other people, it's almost like you're speaking, you know, Japanese backwards to them because it's just like <laughs> guys, I'm I'm laying it out as simple as I possibly can. And so a lot of that falls on you to get it done because nobody even knows what you're trying to do. Right. And so when you have to do it like that, like you got that breakneck speed, and then all of
3: a sudden nothing like that had to be just devastating. It was rough. Mm. It was rough.
0: Yeah. So if you had to pinpoint sort of a a worst of all of this time, what what would you say that would be?
2: Hmm. Just
3: having to 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 say that it can't happen was that decision was the worst. Yeah, but I mean, it, it wasn't even my decision, right? Like I, I'm saying like I made the decision, but the decision was made for me, right? It's like, uh, I had you didn't have a choice. It was just it was just done. And right. I think, you know, there's so many pieces that I was looking forward to uh, of it um, that I'm st- still going to happen. Cause we're calling it postponed. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So tell us right. about these pieces you're looking forward to get us uh, fired up about these.
3: Well, I had to, you know, just kind of had gotten all the panels locked in. I was doing an Afrofuturism panel, a writing Whoa. panel. We were going to have a whole kids track, where it would be workshops and uh, panels that were geared towards kids um, creating. Um, we had a good 40 artists sign up and ready to go. Um, we were gonna have a lot, one of the pieces that I was most excited about was, um, I had engaged a couple of graffiti artists, uh, some really great graffiti artists from Boston Pro Black, um specifically was one I brought in and uh, my partner Barrington is also a graffiti artist so he was bringing in some graffiti artists and the plan was and I was so excited to see this happen was we were gonna have like each artist do a panel in a a story to create a you know a large format uh comic uh, done by spray paint I was really really excited about it yeah, so I'm still, you know, going to make it happen, but that was one of the things I was very excited about happening at the con.
0: Yeah, yeah, that sounds amazing. So, you know, I I hear that, you know, you it sounds like you got to a silver lining eventually. So, do you feel like there there has been some legitimate benefits to this this time of quarantine?
3: Um, well, one of the one of the major benefits I find for comics of color, um, I mean, there's been a couple of benefits, but for comics and color specifically is that so we were doing these monthly events at the Grove Hall Library where we'd have artists come in and we'd all just kind of hang out and have artists talk about their work and you know socialize with each other because it was really all about being in person and socializing. Um, so now that this monthly session thing has gone on Zoom, right? Uh, it has to be virtual it means that I don't have to have such a hyper-local focus. I was really focused on bringing in artists of color from Boston specifically, or very close to Boston. But now I can engage some of the, like I have scheduled, there's a gentleman from uh, Lowell, um, who does Mill City Finest, uh, and he's going to come and talk about his work in September. I have uh, Demetrius Wallach and Bryce Wallach, who is a father-son team, So these were people who are going to be at the con, so the the Mm -hmm. festival, it's a festival. Um, So I'm reaching out and engaging them to come and be a part of the monthly thing. And I don't have to just have people who can physically come and be in the space. I can have people from all over the place. So now that I I kind of have a network that I built up while creating the con, the festival, um, (laughs) it's, um, you know, now I can engage these people to come in and do Comics in Color, the monthly sessions.
0: So I yeah. think that's kind
3: of great.
0: Yeah, that's amazing how, you know, we have this technology that has this power to to bring us together. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um so, you know, this this comics and color festival has been one very large piece of your life, but you also do so many other things as well. So yes. so what have you been doing to sort of, you know, keep your artistic spirit to feed your artistic spirit during this time?
3: Well, I've been um, doing my comic series, Lunchtime Comics. Um, that has actually really been a saving grace in this whole thing. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, when the, the whole thing like just stopped, I went right back to making comics and I ma- started doing a comic series called The New Normal within the Lunchtime Comics series about my experiences, you know, stuck at home with my family. And I think it really, uh, it resonated with a lot of people because we were all kind of in the same situation. Yes. Um, so it got, it got a little traction out there and, um, dig Boston. Um, well, I guess it's now called the dig. I don't know. They recently changed their name, but, uh, they were publishing them online cause they weren't doing the print paper and they published my, uh, comics in the print version, uh, occasionally as well, which is really great. So that's been keeping me busy. I've gotten a couple of commissions here and there. Um, just recently I've started kind of People have been doing a lot of more virtual cons. So I uh, just recently was on a panel at uh, Activate, which was a con done by the Randolph Public Library and a couple other libraries, which was for teens with a focus on activism, which was a really cool one. But so hopefully there'll be some more of that coming up too.
0: Yeah, so can you tell us more about how a virtual con actually works?
3: Well, it was, Basically, like a Zoom meeting, right? Where the, the panelists, it was myself, uh, Barrington, my partner, and uh, LJ Baptiste, who was another comic artist who's a part of Comics in Color. And they had a couple of teen moderators who kind of just asked us questions and they um, fielded questions from the uh, participants and uh, kind of uh, f- uh, gave them to the moderators to ask us. And uh, it was actually pretty fun. And it worked yeah. pretty-
0: So were you seeing like all the like faces of the participants as your?
3: No, just the, just the panelists and the moderators is all we saw.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
3: Yeah. It's interesting to see how it it all comes together. I'm interested because I'm actually um, partnering. One of the things I decided to do was partner with some other cons uh, to do their virtual cons that are coming up. Ladies con has a, uh, a con um september 9th through the 13th and then mice is going to be doing weekends all through um october so i'm gonna be doing some panels like curating some panels and stuff for that maybe the um comics and color session the one with the gentleman from Lowell is going to be a part of that so mm. yeah it's, it's interesting to see how they they structure them and how you like it's interesting that mice chose to take a two-day event and stretch it throughout uh, a whole month, you know what I mean? Ladies Con was, I think, a one-day event, and now it's a several-day event to kind of, you know, because you can't sit on Zoom for an entire day. Like, I could go to a con and spend an entire day there, but Mm -hmm. I can't sit on a Zoom thing for an entire day. So, breaking it up in interesting ways.
0: Yeah, yeah. That is, it is interesting to think about that, you know, on a different platform, there needs to be different time frames, too. Right. Um, Have you thought about Uh, transitioning comics and color to virtual
3: well I thought about it and I was really kind of dead set against it in the beginning because it's so like what we were doing was so much about being in the space with each other and
0: yeah
3: cons are about being in the space with each other and I really couldn't wrap my head around transitioning to virtual it was hard enough to try to do the monthly um, sessions as a virtual thing um, Which have actually been lovely, but it's just it's just not the same. Mm. So, yeah, it's like the hand job of convention. You
1: know, I mean, you know,
3: nobody's <laughs> gonna say it. It's, it's not as good. That is an apt description. I don't know if I would have come up with <laughs> that, but it it's really kicks does when you it want quite well. <laughs> cocoa
1: puffs. I <right? laughs> want cocoa puffs, and your mom gives you kicks. It's like what. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know,
3: do. Yes. Not I so, uh, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember what I was talking about now.
0: Um, I I'm just as lost right now too. <laughs> like, completely hey, derail.
1: Give a conventions compared to 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 uh, oh, virtual yeah. conventions. Yeah. Thank Come you. on.
3: <laughs> but he, right so. <laughs> Yeah. um, So yes, it wasn't. It just wasn't cutting it in the same way. Um, So yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to do Boston Comics and Color Festival as a a virtual convention. The problem I think really is that this is the first one, and I don't want. Mm. I really, if I can avoid it, like if this thing continues and it's spring twenty twenty one, and we're still all locked in our house and you know can't be in spaces with each other then you know really have to think about it but i don't want the first one to be a virtual convention
1: mm. I'd,
3: I'd rather it not be that way i really want just the experience of because it's because it's such a, a unique event for the, the um area and yeah it i don't think it would be the same at all so mm-hmm. Is, you know, so I decided to partner up with these other organizations because they've already kind of got it all together. And I don't want our first convention to be a, a virtual one, if I mm. can avoid it.
0: Yeah, and now I can't get Eric's analogy out of my head. <laughs> so you don't want it to, like, lead up to this best experience? You wouldn't want to, like, put out a teaser? Like...
1: Right. <laughs> you know, we're going, we're waiting until prom night. Right. That's yeah. right. That's
3: right. Going all the way. No, You're, doing, right. You're traditional. Way way. Very- <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my goodness. Um, so so um are do you have any like I don't know, tips for artists, you know, or convention goers that are just really longing for uh conventions you know really you know who were maybe just just as much looking forward to comics and convention uh comics in color as as you were you know what what can we do during this time of of waiting
3: well i would say you know get on those um virtual conventions i mean you can go to you know san diego comic con you can go to new york comic con and where you probably couldn't have before you know you don't have to All these cons where you had to pay all this money for these tickets and pay for a hotel and pay for, you know, it's a lot of money to go to a lot of these cons. So, this is an opportunity to kind of experience it in a way. Um, Unfortunately, there's not really any other um, options that you have, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, reach out to your community. You know, there's a lot of online stuff happening. Join groups, you know, connect with people as much as you can. you know extend your your web of networking you know what I mean this is the opportunity that we don't have any barriers set up for us to you know uh, meet people from California meet people from Washington state you know get out yeah. there and expand your your universe virtually
0: yeah so if people wanted to expand their universe and reach out to you how would they do that
3: Um, I'm on all the social medias. I'm on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram. Um, I have several, you know, I have uh, Comics in Color. Uh, You can reach me through there and at at Comics in Color, Um, at Lunchtime Comics on all those social medias. You can find me in all those places.
0: Mm -hmm. Awesome.
3: And- Oh, no. I know. I was gonna say before, you know, before finally like we, we're
1: uh, getting on the tarmac here, um, that I just wanted to uh, let you know, like, because I, I read all the lunchtime comics, and um, right. you know, kind of to to link off of what you were saying earlier, as far as just like, you know, um, what we could do. Also, like one of the comics was telling me, was showing me like how we are able to take it slow. And kind of take advantage of taking it slow. You know the one I'm talking about where we we're talking um, you show like a before and after of like you and your family kind of rushing to do everything. And yes. that was my entire life. It was just like just back to back events, like all right. day. Like I oh, gotta yes. get out of here at this time precisely because I gotta rush and go get these girls, and then I gotta rush and go get on the bus, and then we gotta rush to get her dressed for uh, jujitsu, and then we gotta rush out of here to catch the bus, the first bus to get us home There it was just so much rushing, rushing back and back to back to back to back and, you know, then we got to get you down for bed and then we got to jump up and do all the stressful rushing all day oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yes. And so like that, that comic where you were showing um, like all the rush, rush, rush like, you know, that we all kind of sharing that we all kind of feel like we're the only ones who are doing it. And, like, you know, I felt like community with you other than, I mean, you know, other than always feeling community with you, but Really, I felt like, okay, we're the same person because there's <laughs> just so much rush, 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 back, back, back. And then uh, they show the after, well, you show the after where, uh, you know, they're like taking in that silver lining of all of this to where like, yo, we really used to get up at five in the morning and just be moving
3: constantly until nightfall. Right.
1: And it was just mm-hmm. like that laugh. And I like, I hadn't even had to think about that. And so long, right? I was like you know, that is the blessing in disguise. So yeah, check
3: out that lunchtime comics, man. It'll make you it'll help you put some things in perspective. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the line from that comic is, "I don't want to go back, right? I don't want to go back yeah. to that rat." Race. Absolutely not. You know, rushing, getting up every morning, rushing to work, rushing home from work to pick up the kids, rushing home to make dinner, rushing mm-hmm. the kids to bed. And, and, that's like, kind of it's like endless.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm hoping I'm hoping and praying that at least some of us will be able to, you know, we won't go back. You know what I mean? We're able to say, like, you know what, I had it real good for like those three months. Like, how would why would anybody ever want to go back to the re- to the old model of rush, rush, stress, stress? Like, you know what? Let's go ahead and put our foot down and tell boss that, you know, I'm gonna leave at three fifty today and I'll feel like getting home in time to uh enjoy some sunlight with my kids for a while as opposed to just rushing out of here until the sun goes down
3: no, right. no we doing? can work from home like
1: i'm we a graphic designer
3: oh right i'm a graphic designer by trade there's no reason i have to go into the office right no. everything is done on the computer it's all email <laughs> i mean i'm in the building i don't see anybody <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not the point
1: yeah so that's what i'm saying like i'm doing like, it better we can let's like spend this time figuring out how we can do everything better—not just for the con, but for you know everything
3: else that we have to do all day. Mm-hmm. Let's make quality of life a priority.
0: Yes, yes, and I'm even you know thinking of the, all that unnecessary travel. If if all of our work can really be done, you know, at home, um, there was there was an image. I forget where it was, but just, uh, you know, of the the skyline, like, you know, before and after quarantine, you could actually see the sky. You know, there was right. just all that, you know, smog just, just before. Um, so that, you know, that's just really, really interesting to think about a better world for ourselves, for the environment. It really is. All that coming together. And I love how Eric and I Sometimes share exactly the same brain, and sometimes absolutely don't. <laughs> I mean, like there's been examples of that because I was just going to go into talking about. Um, definitely check out lunchtime comics if you haven't already. So listeners, um, please, please check that out. There's a lot of a lot of great uh, stuff that I think people were really resonating with.
3: Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank
0: you. So, is there is there anything we missed? Anything you wanted to talk about that we haven't already?
3: um just um check out comicsandcolor.org um there's information about the upcoming monthly sessions and the partner events that we're doing and i'm trying to keep that updated uh follow us on social media follow lunchtime comics you can see them um at uh, lunchtimecomics.com or on facebook and i also um, my business 950 design i also make t-shirts of my own design that i hand print I make illustrations that I turn into cards and posters and stuff like that. And you can see all that at 950 Design as well as by Lunchtime Comics in book form, if you like.
0: Awesome. So people can reach out to you for commissions, for any – Oh, okay. I am
3: available.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Anything else? Anything you missed, Eric?
1: No, I think we're good
0: awesome
1: okay well, uh, yes yes support local business
0: yes 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 please do um kagan thank you so much for coming on and talking with us uh this has been thank awesome you.
3: yeah it's always fun to talk to you guys
1: okay jack this is a we should do this again sometime podcast ad take one in a world where laughter was king
2: no in a world jack what do you mean no in a world it's not that kind of podcast in a land that no in a land either in a time no, i don't think so in a land
1: before time jack that's a cartoon movie and we may get to it if you use that uh can you say we should do this again sometime it's hosted by cat Chinetti and V mark Rob, please one man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Cat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here.
0: And with us now to continue the conversation in our series is Cosplayer by Day, Registered Nurse by Night, Moisi Hey,
4: what's up, Hello, it hello. is
1: hello. guys hello. <laughs> this is my absolute favorite cosplayer
4: oh please in the hospital oh, game stop.
1: legit thank um you. Oh, i i, thank I you. saw your i saw your smoking bowser and was like yeah okay that's that's what it is That's <laughs>
0: oh the vaping cool. one
1: <laughs> yeah so that's what it is that's what it's supposed to be okay
0: oh yeah, my now. gosh thank you so much know yeah, you have some incredible takes on cosplays that are
4: just, like, how, how do you
0: even think of some of the things that you do?
4: So, actually, they kind of just, like, come to me in random moments where I'll be, like, maybe I'll be in the shower, and then I'll just be something in it, like, an idea will come to me, and I'll just be like, huh, wouldn't it be funny? Usually that's how my ideas start. Wouldn't it be funny if? And then <laughs> it ends up being, like, a serious thing, and I end up following through it to the end so um that's how most of my ideas come to me and um i have a little list well it's not a little list it's more like a long list of like mashup ideas because that's what i love to do i love mashing up ideas you know creating original cosplays um you know and bringing those concepts to life and seeing uh who would notice what I'm cosplaying as or like who would like get the idea or like the mashup so uh that's that's pretty much like how I plan my cosplays Mm -hmm.
1: yeah there's uh, so much
4: I love about that (laughs) (laughs) but takis no
1: and this isn't like you know person and person mix up it's like taki and takis yeah
4: oh see that is like like one of the jokes so my aesthetic is like food like anything like snacks food like if the, i could uh, incorporate food in every cosplay i would and i the probably
1: green tea, arizona to arizona was another one
4: yeah. the, <laughs> so taco the taco bell. bell taco bell yeah that was a, that was a good one
0: yeah Brilliant. that's awesome i one i love that those are shower cosplay ideas because that's yeah. awesome <laughs> And um yeah this is what cosplayers do they muse right. in the shower and we muse yeah. about cosplays <laughs> exactly of course that makes sense mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then i love mashups so much and there's there is a fine art to it. It needs there to be is. enough of every aspect you're trying to portray exactly. in order for it to be recognizable.
4: Right, yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Like with the Taki Taki, you know, it was uh, more so like physically looking like Taki from Salt Caliber. but mm-hmm. the closer you look at it and you see the finer details, then you realize, oh, you're actually the snack. You're actually the, the hot Taki. <laughs> Uh, right. So that's what I love about doing that is just like little subtle details that make it a mashup cosplay. Is what
1: I love it's stuff that you almost miss if you don't like, it, it's stuff that gets by you because it's everyday stuff. Like right. again, Takis is like you walk by a bag of Takis probably every day.
4: Exactly. And yep. then,
1: you know, you see it and it was like, oh yeah, Takis. Oh, wait exactly oh, wait. Yeah. I
4: live for those reactions Waves. so wait are you supposed to be blah 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 talkie talkie oh
1: yeah <laughs> right. uh, I think my best Kay, you've done what Rogie the Riveter was that's yeah yeah
0: Rogie the Riveter yeah. I attempted to do um can't touch this rogue so a mashup hey,
1: you you did it though you know what I'm saying? You took yeah. the big yeah. I,
0: I want to redo it, though. It wasn't... Louise pa- maybe I could get some advice on the smash up sure. a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, Probably, we'll have to I consult after. Like the, the, yeah, definitely. If the, like if cool. the, if the,
1: if the yeah. pants were shinier, I think people would have gotten it a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it was one of those
4: Amazon finds that, like... Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Well, so Amazon we can, is, like, me. you know, the best with, like, finding, like, little basic pieces so I'm like all about Amazon (laughs) yeah
0: yeah okay so we will have to consult later about getting that that better but yeah
4: yes (laughs) yeah
0: I love the mashups so tell us tell us about your typical convention and cosplay life pre-pandemic
4: right so um usually I'll know what conventions I'll plan to attend for the year um, usually, it's local ones like New York Comic Con is a really big one around me. Um, I like to go to DC. KatsuCon is a big one. Uh, I went to MagFest for the first time last year, which is like one of the best, probably the best convention I've ever been to. Wow. Wait, oh. where's that one? That's also in DC. It's in the same okay. venue as Katsucon. Oh. Um, that one in particular, I feel like is not so cosplay heavy, although it, you know, you can still cosplay, but I I, just, I like I love that convention so much cuz it was just like 24 hours, all day all night just gaming and partying and just like like shenanigans everywhere. So it it was a lot of fun. It it kind of like was a nice little break from your my what my typical you know, convention day would be like so. You know, for example, like Katsucon or New York Comic Con, um, I would have a lineup. Like most cosplayers, we would have a lineup of what we would be wearing for the weekend, uh, or you know, for the day that we'll be attending. And you know, I'll I'll wake up super early, depending on how much time I'll need to prepare for a cosplay. You know, wear what I can for travel purposes, and then put on what I can when I get. <laughs>
1: Right. Um, I'm, right.
4: I'm thinking of New York Comic Con because I, I live in New Jersey, central New Jersey and you know New York Comic Con in the city um, so usually we commute and that's you know I don't know if you know driving in New York City is kind of mm-hmm. mess so yeah so just imagine doing that in like armor or somethings.
1: I mean, we do it in Boston, but um, the weekends don't tend to be as it's like nonstop crazy out there. Like when people are trying to get to work here, they have the saying of uh, welcome to Boston where it takes an hour to get to Boston
4: oh i love boston though i've I've never been i don't think oh no i've been to pax east i think we talked about this i don't know but yeah i've been to pax east once and that was a lot of fun um but i know i've always wanted to go to anime boston mm-hmm. um, anime boston's
0: boston. my personal favorite so yeah, i
4: hear it's, it's a good one it's a good one um, I would love
1: to go I, one we we had it out with them about a, about the uh, price gouging for a little bit but then right. um uh, but
4: that's a a problem that just kind of manifests. that's like a con thing
1: yeah 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 Um, that's definitely a con thing we could tell that there were things that they were doing that was like intentionally trying to hold things up so you had to go to their little um Uh, kiosks and that sort of thing it was like this is evident that you guys are doing that on purpose because you know the following years they fixed it it was like okay you know you could have done that um but they're good they're really good people um because you know last year uh the previous uh anime boston we set up a safe space oh cool um, and they you know they gave us that area they gave us you know giveaways and you know things to they gave us the space it wasn't really like hyped up
3: Mm -hmm.
1: but um as far as like providing a space and sending people there they did a pretty good job of that so you know, we're we, Anime Boston and uh, we are, we're cool with Anime Boston again. So, you know, when it comes back, go to it. Check it out.
0: Yeah, we should, it. we should coordinate something. For sure. Uh, that would be so fun.
1: I already have the mashup, mash-up idea. Pop play. We already have the mashup idea that um, we're going to talk about off, off pod because I don't want anybody to steal it.
4: Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. We have the mashup. So,
4: what was the last convention you attended? My last convention was Katsukan in d c in february mm-hmm. um, and this was right at the very beginning. There was like some talk, you hear it on the news, but they kind of like brush it aside with with the covid nineteen you know you hear that it's overseas but it's never gonna come to America it's never gonna come here we're fine right um and it kind of just happened right after that so yeah was the last one
0: <laughs> yeah so if you had known that that was going to be your last convention for a while do you think you would have done anything different
4: probably yes knowing me my personality and just how um extra I go <laughs> uh, yeah just knowing just just knowing my, just the way I am, I probably would have gone a little bit bigger um, because the cosplay that I did do for KatsuCon was a little bit more um, comfortable, so to speak. I was able to move around a lot. Um, I really only cosplayed for two days, um, and then I wanted to kind of enjoy myself a little bit more, like being like a congoer and like walking around and stuff, so um, I don't know. I I feel like maybe it, it everything's different in hindsight you know yeah. maybe i would have done the same thing maybe i would have gone a little bit bigger but i probably would have
1: <laughs> what's um, the um what's the more i mean uh, the more involved cosplay or the most involved cosplay as far as like you know you being uncomfortable we we we're finding a theme here that, that women are always more uncomfortable um with the like in so in, in, i mean i mean, like, I'm, by yeah the costume right. itself
4: in my experience experience. I've learned to not compromise comfort as much as possible. Of course, when I first started cosplaying, you know, I wasn't really thinking about wearability versus what it, you know, if it looks good in Mm -hmm. person. Um, But now I feel like I've, you know, I've been cosplaying since 2012. So, um, now I've learned to kind of make sure it's more important that I am comfortable. I'm able to move, able to go to the bathroom (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because there were times back then where I would be like, how am I going to pee in this? Oh no. (laughs) How, how, like I, it's, I'm on it. I'm wearing it. It's it's on me and everything, but how am I going to pee? This is. This is gonna be hard. So I've definitely learned to take those things into account now. Um, but I think like the bigger armors, I mean, I haven't really done one in a long, long time, because it is a lot of work. And as you guys know, I am a full time nurse. So finding uh, time to do bigger crossways like that is a little bit more difficult for me. Um, but you know, it, it does take a lot of planning. So um, yeah, so just like, something that I would probably consider big now is just something that like a, the talkie talkie cosplay, That's like a nice medium. It's a nice yeah. like middle ground. Still hard to pee in. Just like, <laughs> I feel like any costume is really hard. Unless you mm. have just like an easy, like pull down pant type thing and then just like, or a zipper type situation. Right. I mean, yeah. guys have it easier. So, I mean,
1: <laughs> I know. Sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. you, are you adding pockets?
4: Um, Kind of. I like fanny okay. packs or like okay. little pouches. Yeah, like, yeah. uh, I don't really need much on me. I just need my phone, a little bit of money, chapstick, and water. Water is so important and mm-hmm. I need to take my own advice more because I do not drink enough water uh, more th- like, than I should. So, definitely those are like... Come on,
1: registered nurse.
4: I know. <laughs> right? I'm the worst. My goodness. Um. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I would be such a bad patient, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so take us through some of your reactions. So you're at Katsukon, you're not really hearing much about it, and then yeah. everything happens. What's going through your mind?
4: Um, so I'll give you like a little, like a perspective from me as, as, as a nurse. Um, so I'm, I'm going to work. It's pretty much the usual. We'll get patients. Sometimes they'll they'll come in with like a regular pneumonia. So I work in the ICU and I just started working in the ICU in December. I was a med surge telemetry nurse for three years prior. So I would get a lot of like cardiac patients, occasional chest pain, things like that. So, so since December, I've been seeing a lot sicker patients. Um, mm. And then just as from like January to March, you start to see a little bit more pneumonia type patients shortness of breath Hmm. fevers a cough we don't know what it is we think it's pneumonia but pneumonia is like a general diagnosis it could be something else but we didn't know that um come beginning of March I'm so fortunate that my hospital is you know the way that it is that it was kind of like the calm before the storm like we're kind of preparing for war type of thing. We're trying to stock up on PPE. We're keeping rooms open in case we get a surge that we, you know, at the time I didn't expect it to be as hard hitting as it was. And uh, end of March, beginning of April was probably the most difficult time um, for us. So it kind of was just like creeping up and then it just really kind of, hit us and we I, you know I told you live in New Jersey we're right next to New York so mm-hmm. this area mm-hmm. was very was hit hard yeah um, so and then I kind of just forgot about cosplay and convention life and had to shift my focus 100% towards um, you know work uh, the safety for my family because I was still living at home at the time um, and my parents and my brother also work in hospitals so we were just mm going out to to the field to the battlefield and then coming home and then doing it all over again and it was Mm -hmm. it was rough but um thankfully now and you know we're everyone's safe everyone's healthy thank goodness Mm -hmm. um new jersey's pretty steady right now i'm just afraid that, that it's getting colder now that it's might pick up again so i'm just gonna on wood right there <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it doesn't you know it, it's very important to stay positive it's very important to um keep that you know positive mentality or because it's pretty easy to um let it get to your head and there are times where it almost um, it, it did it, it really like took a toll on me emotionally um yeah. just not uh, you know for me like i'm i'm one of those people that i will run into any situation with no regard for my safety, because I just want to, like, help people. I just, I just want to, like, help you, even if it puts me at risk. So I was more so concerned for my loved ones and my family versus me. <laughs> I You know, if I get sick to me, if I get sick, I get sick. Um, I feel like I'm a pretty healthy person. I can overcome it, but I'm just, you know, I was very worried for, especially my parents, my Grandparents, my family, yeah, my friends, because mm-hmm. it it could be anyone, and I've 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 known people who really like fell victim to this virus. Mm-hmm. It it, mm-hmm. it really re- gives you a reality check, and this pandemic, I feel like, really opened people's eyes to be more appreciative. Some,
1: them. you know, some. I know. Um, yeah. Or, now now were you like me? You would come home from work, and then you'd like, like <clears throat> uh oh. Like any little tickle, any yeah. kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I got still it. Am. I better go. Yeah. I slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I gotta go drink some apple cider vinegar straight. Yeah, or something. <laughs> like anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, any definitely. little, like I said, I will get like a little tickle in the throat or something. I don't know who's coming. Like I was gonna be a werewolf or something. But yeah, and it was unfortunately,
4: definitely a, yeah. that's our reality now. Mm-hmm. and who knows when it's going to go away and like, there's no definitive treatment yet. I hope, you know, we're here that things are in the works and I really hope that it is going to come soon, but I mean, it's, I feel like it's going to be a while.
1: Uh, I, let's before we let's, see let's before. make sure you guys get it right. You know, I don't, yeah. we, we want good. We don't want fast.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And unfortunately there are people who want,
1: yeah yeah they
4: right. don't realize that it is a long process to-
1: yeah yeah just give them maple syrup and tell it's the tell them it's the stuff you know yeah, like,
4: yeah. Rub, rub some Vicks on it yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh
1: is that a little tickle in your throat you'll be fine get out there
4: i know yeah
1: capitalism <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, so think, thinking about this time without convention, that sounds like that's kind of been on the back burner for you because you're a real life superhero oh. uh, out there every day. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just thinking about time without conventions, if we're thinking about best and worst, you know, has there been sort of a worst part of, of not being able to cosplay, not being able to be, be out there?
4: Well, to me, it, it's it's less about the cosplay, and it's more about just seeing my friends, the people that I would like love to do to hang out with, and just kind of do this with, you know. Um, I ha- I just I have like friends from like different parts of the country that these conventions were really our like meeting point, and mm-hmm. then you know mm-hmm. we'll go back to our everyday lives, and then come back to uh, conventions. It was really like um like a nice escape from reality, so to speak. Uh, and just just seeing like people and being with my friends is really what I miss the most. Um, cosplay, I've come to realize, you know, it doesn't matter if you're at a convention or at home, you can really do it anywhere. It's just a matter of like, uh, how much time you're willing to put into it. And you know, it's, it's all about having fun with it. Really, you know, you can do it anywhere is what I like to think. <laughs>
0: cosplay every day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, has there hold,
1: hold on, real quick, uh, Crystal? Can I see you in the kitchen for a second, please?
0: Oh, sure.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. yeah really? Uh, the the superhero line? Really? You you did superhero did, line? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. What? Well, Are you kidding that's, me? That hacking? Oh my gosh. It's you,
0: a, it's, it's okay. okay. It's listen, really listen. it's really okay. Wait. I no. No,
1: something. it is not okay. <laughs> this this is, bush league crap and i expect way more out of you, well, you, understand? She, she, you... she's
0: literally putting her life on the list yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah yeah, i get it but you know how sick and tired of we are of hearing that crap you, know, you could have conferred with me i work at a hospital i'm working yeah, at a hospital right now i know right I know. now know. to get this done la, are la, you... la, la, la.
4: i don't know how to whistle otherwise i would but um no. <laughs> she's, Listen. she's listening
1: all right well, you tighten it up and no more of this hackney, hackney bushly crap. What, the, what am I supposed to say? Well, no, 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 just, let it, just not that. Come on. <laughs> right. Like a champion. <clears throat> win on three. Win on three.
0: Okay, okay.
1: One, two, three, win. Win. Hey, we're back. Oh, thanks. All right. right. Yeah. Uh, um, So, the the cosplays.
4: Oh, huh?
1: Cosplays?
4: Cosplays, (laughs) yes. What about them?
1: (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say. Let us tell tell the good people out there about the cosplays.
4: So, the cosplays is actually uh, me and three of my close cosplay friends. um, We don't really like. Think of it as like a like a like a serious uh, cosplay career type thing it's really just more so like a name that we give ourselves so that we can like do group cosplays together um but yeah like they're they're such good friends of mine that i see them a little bit more (laughs) i'm actually gonna see them like next month we're doing um like a halloween type cosplay group cosplay together Mm. um yeah they're they're my close friends (laughs)
1: Yeah, I just and thought that was um, such. I, a,
4: I I forget to be honest, I forget about that name a lot.
1: <laughs> but that's kind of how like a lot of stuff is just born out of like anything that like catches on, is kind of just born out of just like you know goofing around and you know coming up with something. It's like oh, we should yeah, be called yeah. the Cosbays, and sure. then you high five and giggle about it, and then you know, yeah.
4: mm-hmm. then later on somebody's
3: somebody's <laughs> remembering
4: exactly. it. You know. mm-hmm. Exactly. Nice. Just the name Bays is such a like. Like an
1: old name. Like, do people mm-hmm.
4: still call each other Bay? Yeah, of course. Do they? Sure. I don't know. Sure. Mm-hmm. I feel. Huh. I feel so like out of it. Like, I don't. know
1: <laughs> What are even? What are even days? What are? What is? What is interaction? You know.
4: Like, what? What's a Bay?
1: No, I'm saying what are what are days? Like, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. What does it matter now? Like, we just I know, kind what of, it, what you know, we just yeah. do the thing. Where am I? What yeah. is?
4: What is reality? <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: this is the existential cosplay podcast
4: yeah
1: <laughs> um,
0: so have there do you feel like there's been any
4: benefits to this time without conventions um oh for sure it's definitely like a break um from spending money've mm-hmm. been saving a lot of money on uh travel on like just general expenditures on like Geek stuff because I tell myself I have enough and then I geek go stuff. and then I don't. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That is the more.
1: biggest lie we tell ourselves. The every time. Lie. Right.
4: Yep, yep, yep. So money is um definitely like a benefit. I've been saving a lot. Um, especially now I just got a new apartment. Maybe. So I'm on that apartment yes. budget. So this is it's a it's a good, it's a good thing on on that aspect. Um, and just like a mental break from you know that con crunch <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, period before a convention because everyone does it I mean me more than anyone because I just like tend to procrastinate or I don't know I just don't have time for a lot of things which which I tell myself is is a poor excuse I do have time it's just about managing it properly <laughs> mm-hmm. I laugh as I say this because I say this to myself every time <laughs> but yeah those are those are definitely the pluses with the cancellation.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm so has this given you more time to plan out cosplays oh
4: for sure yes I like I said before I have a list a long list of things that I would love to do um I think now that I have like a little bit more space to myself I think I'll have more a little bit more freedom to do uh stuff because I before I would craft at my parents' house and I would just feel bad because I would just take over the basement and living room with my foam here and my glue there and my paint mm-hmm. there. And like I kinda <laughs> you know, try to limit myself a little bit with, with that. But I think now uh, moving forward uh with all these ideas I have in my pocket, I think um I'm I'm ready to get back into crafting and stuff.
0: Nice. I'm
4: ready nice. for it. So I'm yeah. That I try to keep myself creatively like um what's it called like keep keep my creative juices flowing mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. um trying to stay and it's, engaged. it's been really hard lately for me especially because you know I'm still working um I, I come home pretty drained and I think I have the energy to do more stuff and I don't but um but I, I'm, I'm excited to to get back into it for sure um i'm excited to show you guys what i want to do it's gonna be hilarious <laughs> yeah
0: are mm, you gonna are I'm we ready. gonna get any like teasers any hints about what to cut
4: what's to come um i can give you the fandom and then you can just let your imagination run wild okay ready I star wars that's
1: it
0: Okay, there you have it. There right. you have it. So. <laughs> so is there anything else you've been doing in this time to sort of feed, you know, keep those those juices flowing, as you say?
4: Um. So I am just like watching a lot of Netflix, just getting inspired from a lot of like TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just seeing, like, my other cosplay friends from, like, all over, see what they put out, because really that's that's where most of my inspiration comes from, is from from them, because, like, like I have so many talented friends, <laughs> not to brag, but, <laughs> like, they, <laughs> they're, they like, my friends uh, that cosplay, they're they are so creative, and, like, I get so inspired, and, like, it makes me want to do more, so, um, and it's just, I just let the ideas, like, flow, and we bounce ideas off each other, too, so, um that that's really what I like to you know get get my creativity from I can't take all the credit because you know I kind of like give and take type of thing like I you know and I like I'm going back to like missing my friends and everything because like that's Mm -hmm. That's really like uh, where I rely a lot of like my um, getting my creativity from just like going to conventions and seeing what everybody brings out and they bring out their best and I'm like, oh, so cool. I want to do something like that too and maybe do it this way and then I go back to the drawing board and I I come up with something else and then we do process starts all over again and I'm like oh that's so cool too and we just like you know I I miss it so much just that energy from uh, conventions and seeing people so in, in a way I'm kind of getting that virtually i guess you know Mm -hmm. seeing what people post online like oh so cool and like just seeing how people are able to work with what they have at home is like so cool and that kind of pushes me to 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 get creative like um with what we're limited to when we're stuck inside
1: yeah because it's kind of like it's also like what you did as a kid you know like yeah i wore Towel capes and pillowcase <laughs> capes, and
4: that's true. You know, yeah, bed
1: sheet capes, and trip down the stairs. But you yeah. know, it was very true.
4: I didn't think of it
1: like that. <laughs> yeah, you just made do. Um, so, you were talking about your Halloween plans earlier. Yeah, um, you know, Kay always asks the question of, like, what do you think is going to happen going forward? Um, well, at least this year with Halloween it falls on a Saturday. And we are not going to be able to do much. I
4: forget that 2020 but, was supposed to be the year where, like, all the major holidays everything were on, like, was all the good days. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, nope. Yeah. Nope, never mind.
1: <laughs> My birthday is May 6th. And so everything, like, that's, like, Marvel Movie Weekend. That's uh, May the yes. 4th Be With You. That's yes. Free Comic Book Day. Mm-hmm. All that little, that whole little thing is, like, you know, it lets me know that i was like born the one as far as like you know as as far as this like nerd stuff goes like all (laughs) the stuff that happens on my birthday is like crazy and like i had to miss completely all of it because of what happened so right right um but um
4: well happy birthday (laughs) well thank you i'll I'll take it um (laughs)
1: okay you I, i think we have a um I think we have a disagreement that we didn't know that we had. Um, uh oh. I think maybe you're a Halloween conservative.
0: Wait, what do you mean? So, I was,
1: I was listening to an earlier interview, and maybe, Mawizi, you can uh, settle this between this. Um, you think that trick or treating should only take place on the 31st. I am of the new, I'm of the new orange deal where I feel <laughs> that trick or treating should be on the last Saturday of October.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's something about that day that's that's t- me. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Just,
4: just October 31st is like like you it already okay halloween right I, right like, i'm not
1: saying change halloween because i know that you know there's like you know you know the pagan thing and like everybody like if if the actual day means a thing to you and you know you like you know you need like the moon to align or something to do, do your thing you know but as far as like candy collection with children mm. that should be saturday like okay let, let me take you there okay, okay. Friday, mm-hmm. things are you know normal or better than normal. Let's mm-hmm. let's say that they're better than normal. Mm-hmm. Friday afternoon, you come to school. You got a you got some assortment of costume on. You have a costume party. You had like whatever one or two slices of pizza that they let you have at uh-uh. a school pizza party. You <laughs> pass out candy to one another, or the teacher passes out candy. You go home. You have, say, your best friend goes to your house. You guys are going to do trick-or-treating tomorrow, okay? But you've already pre-gamed. You can't do that on a Wednesday, right? And
4: That's very true. Here's
1: here's me appealing to the teacher in you as well, okay? You don't have to deal with November 1st. Mm-hmm. That's officially the worst day for teachers. <laughs> Why? That is hell day for teachers. How? November 1st? So, I, I, don't, I never heard of this. Okay, yeah.
0: Let <laughs> okay. him take you there. <laughs>
1: okay. I, like I being, having a been teacher, a kindergarten buddy. teacher and a uh, and a sixth grade teacher as well, um, on both on uh, both classes on November first, uh, hell, these kids have been out all night. Oh. They're hopped up on candy from the previous night, oh. and they woke up and ate candy and then they came to school because their parents can't deal with them okay yeah maybe they were scheduled to be there but if if it fell on a sunday they would have dropped them kids off anyway
0: <laughs> why why don't we just always have november first off from school that's problem solving mean,
1: that would be great <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm here
4: for it. I mean, I'm not at
0: school anymore, but that's sounds great.
4: Wait, actually, I'm
0: curious. Um, this doesn't impact hospitals, like the thirty-first and November first. Are those not bad days?
4: Uh, not that I've noticed. Um, no, no. I don't feel you know, I don't treat kids like I don't. I'm not a pediatric nurse, so I've. It's mostly. Yeah. I mean, you know, but adults. but even adults. I mean. Yeah, but well, I will tell you this: after like major was- holidays, like Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Christmas, New Year's, we'll get a lot of those, you
1: know. And full moons.
4: And full moons. The
1: full moon, for some reason, is just insanity yeah. at hospitals. Yeah. I always ask because I'm, like, right above the ER. And so we have Uh-oh. to deliver pumps. And, yeah, we have an ER here. And then we have five ICUs above us.
4: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and so once there's, like, there's a full moon, that feeder floor needs IV pumps and they're calling for them like four or five times. And it's like, yeah. dude, I just dropped off 30. And they're like, yeah, we need more. And I'm like, was there a plane crash? And then you go outside and you're like full moon. Okay. That's literally what happens. every yep. time.
4: Wow. I know the feels. I feel like we had a full moon last night. Did we? I don't know, but it felt like.
1: It. <laughs> yeah. Anytime that you're like super busy overnight like that, it's probably a full moon or Why something. Something happened. Why can't you just I say that yeah. all the time. Why can't you just sleep? Um when did you realize that you were like a mashup of Tessa Thompson and um <laughs> and, and Gomorrah? I'm trying to think of her real name. I keep forgetting. Uh, what do you um, mean? Like, Zoe when Saldana. Did,
4: when did I uh, for, for are you talking about the the green one that I did recently? Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to do a Gamora cosplay, and you've, you've seen my Valkyrie cosplay. Um, mm-hmm. and I just had green body paint casually, like a lot of people, <laughs> yeah.
1: All right? Sure, yeah.
4: um, and I just thought it was a cool idea. I already have the Valkyrie costume at hand, and um, so I just like, felt like it. It was like, I just want to see what it looks like. Um, so yeah, it was I,
1: so right there, yeah,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Like I said, my ideas
4: are just so random. Like, would it be funny if I did this and this? Oh, let's see how it goes. And then I'd do it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. So do you have any, like, hot tips for cosplayers during a pandemic? Like, how do we stay engaged? How do we stay creative? And how do we be as awesome at cosplay as you are?
4: Oh, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, just, just keep trying to create. I mean, like, don't stop coming up with ideas. Don't, don't just write it on pa- paper and then leave it there. Like, you know, definitely try your best to bring it to life as much as possible. Um, I think that's really the best thing I can say. And, like, that's, that's really what I'm trying to do myself is really, like, push forward with projects um, and, and trying to bring them to life. Uh, because it's one thing to think about it and like you know, uh, well, I'm gonna do this one day. Just just do it. Just do it. Find find the time. I'm I'm helping a friend out actually who's never cosplayed before, and he uh, nice. cosplaying uh, from My Hero Academia, and he's learning how to work with foam and all this stuff and he's mm. I can I can tell that he's uh starting to you know like the first cosplay high you're learning all these things and then all the possibilities and I see like that spark uh mm. in him and it's like oh that's cool like like that you know that's a great example of like just t- taking an idea and then just like going with it and and enjoying the ride and enjoying the process and learning yeah so, yeah,
1: yeah every- it- no you go ahead okay
4: no just uh
0: when you were talking it reminded me of that quote and i forget who it's by but um anything worth doing is worth doing poorly and mm-hmm. it's this idea that um just do it like you yeah. know you might not uh, be a Moezy right off the bat but you're gonna be something oh. <laughs> it's gonna be great
1: that, that is literally how Ila powe came about but um Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if it scares you, you have to do it. Like if it's something that you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. That means you have to do it. Yeah. So is there anything that gives you that feeling of, you know, you, an idea that you had that you were just like, yeah, but that's impossible. Or that's like something that would take some doing. Like, is there anything that you thought of that?
4: Um, Like a cosplay that I did, maybe?
1: Well, um- yeah, something that you did or something that you want to do.
4: Uh, well, like with cosplay, like I've always, um, like the bigger ones, those didn't just like happen. They definitely took time and just like starting it, starting, you know, a craft or starting a project is like really the first step. Um, for me, like it took a lot of planning to do, um, I'm trying to think the, um, Harley Quinn cosplay that I did, the armored one, um, mm-hmm. cause that one was like really complicated and I've been sitting on that idea for a while and I'm just so intimidated by how complicated it looks and then I just bit the bullet and just went for it and tried to complete it not knowing if I was going to, even though I did set a deadline for myself, which is Another good thing for conventions because it does set uh, hard deadlines for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a good and bad thing, but um, because now like there aren't any deadlines if you don't set it for yourself, so you can kind of just like
1: do something. Oh, there's still going to be a ton of con crunch once once cons come back and people are
4: (laughs) still. I've had all
1: this time.
4: I know. (laughs) 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 Mm Hmm. But yeah, like like. uh, I, I just try to tell myself, just, just go for it. Just do it. The, the worst that could happen is that um, it, you know, just doesn't happen at all. At least you can say that it's done. Um, time's going to pass no matter what, mm-hmm. it's a matter of what you do within that time that matters is what I like to say to a lot of people. I
1: love, That's that. A bar. I love
4: that. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, So would you say that um, your Harley Quinn one, is that the one you're most proud of or is that your favorite?
4: It's one of my favorites for sure Um, because I like to, usually I would have uh, liked to do, do like original cosplays, something that I don't really have a lot of reference to base off of. It's just like my own design or something like that. This one was a exact replica of the figure, the Mm -hmm. Tetsuya Nomura um, Play Arts Kai Harley Quinn figure, and it's literally like this big, and I have it, but I didn't have it at the time, so I just had a lot of Google images (laughs) to work off of, Um, so that was the challenge that I had, it was just like um, taking something that I had reference to and making it, first of all, wearable um, to me, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. making it realistic, uh, uh, for a human being and I that that I was very proud of and that was my first cosplay where it was just like almost all foam I'm like was a very big warbler connoisseur like that type of (laughs) spend a lot of money on warbler and then just heat it up mold it and you're done but uh foam is also great and it's comfortable so Aha, uh-huh. another hot tip there. <laughs> it's lightweight, it's comfortable, it does require more measuring and more uh, gluing in terms of like making something curve and heating it up and molding it to your body. But I think adding that extra time and care to mm-hmm. working with foam is gonna be totally worth it versus Warblow, which is like a lot harder and heavier very tough on the joints because you know all of our joints be aching lately so yeah
0: (laughs) for sure all right well is there is there anything we missed anything uh else you want to say about canceled
4: convention culture cosplay
1: The face
4: uh well i mean i just really look forward to seeing everyone again getting back to that um that culture being, being surrounded that, uh, by people that are, you know, we have similar interests. That's, you know, growing up uh, as a kid um, didn't really fit in because I was into like not what is considered like mainstream. I was like very nerdy, quiet kid, and I feel like conventions are, um, are like a great space for. Mm-hmm you know, any outcast, any, like, quirky kid or person to attend, so um, that's what I really love about going to conventions, is being, every time I go, like, New York Comic Con is canceled this year, like, all of them, and then I, you know, we knew it was going to happen, but hearing the news, it's, like, like I've been mm-hmm. going to yeah. NYCC for so long for so many years and this is the first time it's not happening and just like I always say it's so crowded I don't want to go back next year and I feel yeah. like <laughs> home you know that that was my first con yeah ever that was the first time I cosplayed ever and wow that's intimidating
2: <laughs> that's wow. what was the
1: first cosplay
4: it was low lady loki but it was a very closet cosplay meaning i just like mm-hmm. found clothes in my mm-hmm. closet put together and made my horns out of paper mache oh, <laughs> nice is like oh there's so many ways i would have done that differently but um yeah that was my first cosplay. But you did it and yeah exactly and changed my life for sure
1: yeah, I, I went to Anime Boston for the first time not in cosplay and was like, Oh, I'm a square peg. Okay, okay.
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. And when I tell people who haven't really been to conventions are always wanting to go, I, I say like, you don't have to cosplay. You could just go, mm-hmm. enjoy yourself, see what's around. And then, you know, maybe in the future, you'll consider cosplaying when you go again. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, you it's probably possible to go to a con and then come out with a brand new cosplay. Like, just pick up pieces. That's true, too. Cosplay yeah. there. there you go. <laughs> and also pick up people from the community
0: that will help you, support you.
4: Yes, yes, yes for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cosplay
0: sure. community is – it's really the best community.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I love it. Yeah, for sure. And very, very supportive. And another thing I wanted to say about the cosplay community, along with you know, the topic of like canceled cons and the pandemic. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the video that I did, the uh, Heroes Behind the PPE video where I reached out to other cosplayers who are also um, frontline workers and healthcare professionals and just like finding that like uh, mutual uh, experience of being Mm -hmm. in the front lines while also missing out on cons. Um, so that was, that was like, I would say like one of the best things to, to come out of this pandemic was just like, uh, doing that project with those people. And I'm looking forward to, cause there are a couple of them on that video that I've never met before. Wow. Never yeah. met them in person.
1: Yeah, and no, that was super cool. That's yeah. Right. It came like, out oh,
4: amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So
0: where can we find this video and all of your cosplay awesomeness?
4: Sure everything's on my Instagram Instagram is like my main thing um I try to update it as much as possible and that's where you'll find the video too you'll find my latest cosplays oh uh, you know on my IG story I'll just like post random stuff going on in my personal life too uh like I just posted a little boomerang of Jersey Mike subs that I was eating <laughs> and, <laughs> nice yeah like really <laughs> You know, my Sorry, Jersey Mike. isn't just right. cosplay. It's like a little bit of my, just who I am as a person, as a nurse, a cosplayer, you know, weird person, things like that. <laughs> Love it.
0: Well, Moezy, thank you so much for.
1: Thanks to the goat. Oh,
4: thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys uh, stay safe and stay healthy and that we get to see each other soon. Yes, Perfect. definitely. And then we'll we'll do a mashup cosplay yes we need to talk
1: (laughs) we're about to we're about to stop recording and then uh we are going to talk about that
0: awesome this has been cosplay every day with everyday rogue uh thank you louise thank you handsome bane
1: This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not
3: entertained?